My name is Sarah Prout, and I'm a manifestation and mindset expert. I'm devoted to helping you to manifest the life of your dreams. And in this show, I'll be sharing with you weekly doses of inspiration to attract all of your goals, your dreams, your wishes, and your desires. Over the last decade, I've inspired millions of people all over the world on how to consciously create their own reality. And I'm here to help you to connect with the universe activate your intuition and enjoy every step of the journey. I'm a best-selling author, mother of four, and creative entrepreneur. Together, we're going to cover topics such as mindset, spirituality, and of course, manifestation. This is the Manifest Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I am a big believer in the power of self-care, specifically when it comes to taking care of your mental wellness. And what I know for sure is that as human beings, we go through so many different seasons in our lives, seasons of sadness and of struggle, and we're aiming towards the season of celebration, right? But sometimes we need help from others to gain that perspective and that insight and that wisdom to navigate whatever we are currently experiencing through life's challenges. And as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com prout. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, Dot com slash prout. A reason. So the topic of today's show has actually been brought back by popular request because so many of you experience negativity. <laughs> and I say that with a sense of lightheartedness because we are human beings and there is a massive misconception in the self-help personal development industry that you must push your negative emotions to the side, sweep them under the rug, just pretend that they do not exist because they hinder your process when it comes to manifestation. I recently heard Oh, I can't <laughs> I um I can't go into too many details, but I did see something on the internet with somebody sharing something about manifestation saying that if you have a negative thought then you are manifesting what it is that you don't want. Now, I think that's really misleading for a few reasons. I'll get into that and unpack that as we go into today's episode, which is about smudging and burning sage to clear negative energy. But first and foremost, I really want to highlight the importance of not clearing it because you're afraid of it. We want to dismantle the fear around negative energy because they can be, our emotions especially, good, bad, and ugly, <laughs> can be very powerful internal cues as to what is showing up to teach us 
in our reality. And if we just turn our backs on these emotions, we sweep them under the rug and pretend they don't exist, it can create illness, uh, imbalance, disharmony, it can create dissatisfaction. So I'm going to be diving into some of those very subtle nuances today with a very, very simple and practical practice of what is known as smudging or burning sage to clear the energy and how you can cultivate the awareness, the universal awareness around the internal energy that you are currently experiencing. So heard of the term smudging before. It's where people burn sage or uh, plant-based resins, incense, or herbs to help clear their energy field, auras, or sacred environment. Now, for me, I like to burn sage (laughs) when I stay at an Airbnb or at a hotel, if I can, you you probably shouldn't light up anything like that in a hotel because it can set off the alarms and all that kind of stuff. But if you are able to open a window, don't ever do it on a plane. Just an FYI there. (laughs) Don't do it on a plane. Um, Anyway, you can maintain a really good airflow and it is going to be your space for a while, I suggest burning sage. Now, I'm also going to be sharing with you today some other practices that you can use to clear energy and negative energy. Once you have understood that there are different forms of negative and positive energy, and sometimes the negative energy that you might be picking up on could be thought forms that aren't even yours. I know that there are a lot of people that identify as empaths that listen to this show. And so it's important to remember that sometimes you might book yourself into a hotel or an Airbnb and you might get these funky feelings. I know I do as an empath. I <laughs> ask my husband, he will tell you all about my adventures as an empath where I can sense Um, thought forms or arguments or even happy things. It it works on the opposite side of the spectrum too, that there is this intuitive awareness of energetic thoughts and the flow of energy that sticks to the environment. And so I have been practicing burning sage for many years. So for instance, uh, the day I brought my youngest child, Ava, who is, oh my goodness, I can't even believe that she's nearly six years old, Ava Moon. When we brought her home from the hospital, my incredibly thoughtful husband, Sean, told me that he had saged the room to ensure that any negativity or heavy thought forms would be cleared for her arrival into our beautiful home. So it is a very sacred practice to set an intention. Now, it's not specifically the sage itself, even though there are some scientifically backed, and I'll get to that in a moment, scientifically backed um, theories, not theories, actually notions that have been verified to have wellness benefits when they are um, burnt in your home (laughs) within, of course, a safe confine. It's really important to examine the intention as you move through your environment. And this can work in so many different situations. So whether you are bringing home a new baby from the hospital or you had a bad day at work 
or perhaps you have a big meeting coming up on Zoom and you want to clear the energy and your space. Now, as I mentioned, there are other ways to do this where you don't have to burn sage because I know that there are some of you out there that just don't like the smell. It can be a little bit musky. Uh, And I know this is a very witchy or woo-woo magical process, but it's, as I said, backed by science to suggest that there are amazing health benefits to clearing your space with smoke. So there's a specific article that I found online and I can link it to the show notes of this episode, which is sarahprout.com slash smudging and burning sage to clear negative energy. So the article that I reference says that burning sage can help to purify the air within a 24 hour period. And it also helps to ground the vibration and generate negative ions, which help to reduce stress, tension, animosity that it could have that could very well be building up in your energetic environment. And it's really important that we don't just sweep it under the rug when it comes to energy, that your space is a container for the things, people, places, and experiences that you are calling into your reality. So for instance, uh, my husband and I we used to have a TV in our room and now we don't have a TV in our room. Uh, we have never watched news in bed. <laughs> now, remember, this is a safe space. I'm not judging you if you do this, but just be aware that your bedroom especially is a sacred space. It's supposed to be there to experience intimacy with your partner if you have one or dreaming up the ideal scenarios and calling them into your sacred manifestation space. So if you have the news on, especially while you're falling asleep, that information is getting into your subconscious mind. So you want to make sure that it's a clean and clear environment for the highest possible outcome. So like I said, the science stuff is backed and I much prefer to focus on my own wheelhouse, which is energy management, the energy management side of things and keeping your environment at that high level frequency. Because after all, if your energy is clear, you can manifest at a faster and more accelerated pace. So the process of smudging and burning sage or incense or resins dates way back to ancient times, biblical times, in fact. And there are very few religions in the world that don't incorporate incense or smoke as part of deep reverence of spiritual service. The Catholic tradition, for example, uses something called a thurible, I believe it's pronounced, and it's like a little gold pot on a chain. You may have seen that before. And the Native American people and many other indigenous tribes and cultures around the world have used smoke as a way to not only heal others, but the smoke has been used in meaningful rituals that, as I mentioned, date back to ancient times. So history will always point back to groups of people that have been burning herbs as a way to deal with energy beyond what is visible to the eye. I just, I am so passionate about reminding people that the unseen world is more potent and powerful than what has physically manifested. So by focusing your attention on nurturing and caring for the unseen world, meaning the energy that you are drawing in, the space that you are creating as the container for what you are calling in, 
then you will see that your life begins to up level. You will begin to transform and change and be more mindful with how you go about your day-to-day experience. So what I suggest uh, with Sage, uh, there's also Palo Santo. Um, I haven't gone into too much detail about that because there is an environmental there are environmental implications when it comes to sourcing and where you should get your supplies from. Even with Sage, I have found that Whole Foods is a really reliable supplier. Uh, you can also get it on Amazon and good metaphysical bookstores usually carry Sage. In fact, I went out on date night a few nights ago for my husband's 38th birthday in Orlando. And we, ironically, we went to somewhere called the Hampton Social. <laughs> which was a bittersweet experience considering that we were actually in the Hamptons last week, our sole home, where we intend to end up living full-time probably next year. We're not sure yet, but it's definitely on the cards. We're calling that one in as a big manifestation. Uh, we went to the Hampton Social, and before we went there, uh, we found this beautiful little crystal store. And I went in there, and there was this big display of sage, and it was so beautifully presented in terms of visual merchandising and it had these beautiful petals woven into it as smudging wands and so make sure that you find a smudging wand or a bundle of sage that you feel in alignment with something that really you can discern energetically will help to uh, be one of your powerful spiritual helper tools to cleanse and clear an environment So when I burn sage, I usually like to um, only use a one per clearing. So for that reason, I like to buy smaller sage wands. So once it's cleared, I can dispose of it. And I know that that bundle of sage has absorbed the energy that it needs to. And then it goes out rather than hanging on to a half burnt bundle of sage. Now, one could argue that that is a waste of resources. You might have another way of doing it. You could even cut it if you like, just as long as you can cut off the burnt part and then start fresh, start anew. So I suggest that you hold the intention in your heart for how you want to clean and clear your space. So I suggest that you sit in quiet meditation for five minutes and ponder your invocation or intention. So for example, I like to say this one, dear universe, may I now ask that this home is cleansed of any heaviness, dross, or negativity, that the loved ones that reside here are brought to a state of peace, of poise, and of perfect harmony in body, in mind, and in spirit. May we be grateful for health, abundance, love, and happiness as a constant manifestation. So be it, and so it is. And then I like to light the bunch of sage with matches or a lighter and walk slowly around the room and blow it into the corners because this is something that I learned many years ago. And that is, this is something that I learned many, many years ago, that if you blow the smoke into the corner of the rooms, that's where most of the heaviness and negative thought forms like to hang out. I learned that from my very first meditation teacher many, many years ago. Gosh, it'd be over 20 years ago now. And so 
Make sure, as I mentioned, you keep that window open so that you don't set off your smoke alarms and also keep a ceramic bowl and maybe a glass of water handy so that if you do happen to drop it or light something on fire, you can put it out fairly quickly. Um, So the number one question is how often should you burn sage? And it's really a personal question because you want to do it as often as you feel like you need to clear your space. So if you are experiencing upheaval in your household, perhaps you have a teenager that is giving you some back chat, (laughs) which can happen. (laughs) And I know that because I've been through that um, a couple of times now. It is really important that you clear the energy. Remember, your emotions need space to be processed. They don't need to be created and kept in this tiny, confined box of emotional soup. You need to let it go because otherwise it just builds up and up and up and then you create a cycle. So to get off that specific struggle bus, burn some sage. And as I mentioned Where do you buy sage? That's another question that I've got here. Well, you can buy it at Whole Foods, as I mentioned. And in the show notes to this episode, I have listed out some of the places you can get it. And um, I would highly recommend that you burn sage before doing intention setting rituals for what you would like to manifest. So you've heard me say this before that I like to set intentions on full moons and new moons. And I think that Burning sage is a great addition to that practice as well because it cleans the air, as I said, scientifically proven, and it creates the environment of beginning with a clean slate. Um, so there are another few things that another few things that you can do if you, as I mentioned, are not a fan of sage or Palo Santo or lighting things. Perhaps you live in a place where you cannot open your window, or maybe you have super sensitive smoke detectors, (laughs) Um, this is where you can use rock salt. So how woo-woo do you want me to go with this one? (laughs) We had a, how do I put this? Hmm. We had the awareness that there was some energy that needed to be cleared in a house that we lived in, in Melbourne, Australia. I've recorded other episodes on this. If you want to go back and listen to those, uh, they were quite intense. And we we actually ended up seeking external advice because we weren't sure what to do. We felt like the energy was separate from us and it was causing conflict and we were getting sick and all of this kind of thing. So the person that we asked about this told us to place rock salt around the edges of the room to clear the energy. Now, this is probably going to work if you've got something a little bit more pressing in terms of negative energy that you want to clear, but that really helped. Another thing that really helps is uh, selenite crystal. It's clear. It's like a white clear crystal, not quite as clear as quartz. It's almost smoky. And selenite, you can buy selenite wands. And again, I will add them to the show notes. You can buy selenite wands. And if you hold the selenite wand while you are meditating, that helps to clear the space that negative energy wants to hold on to. And so I really want to emphasize here the point that (laughs) you don't want to approach this from the space that you're afraid of the negative energy of all these external forces that are going to latch onto me and, uh, you know, 
influence me in negative ways. You don't want to be afraid. The thing to do is bring the light, bring the light and the awareness to the situation that you have the power to guide your energy to a space of higher understanding of universal awareness. This is what will serve you the most in the long term, because I spent so many years, especially in my 20s, when I was really in my in the depths of my meditation practice and training, that I was afraid of, oh, I don't want to eat white bread. That's going to lower my vibration. Or, um, oh, I don't want to wear that horse riding helmet when I go riding because I don't want to take on board the thought forms that that person that rented it before me took on. So there is a very, a very fine line and empowering boundary to keep in mind. Because otherwise, you're just feeding your fear. And that's not what we want to do. We want to operate from the paradigm of unity consciousness, meaning that nothing can harm you without your consent. This is a very famous line from the spiritual text, A Course in Miracles nothing can harm you without your consent. Now, that is a very sweeping universal statement. <laughs> and what I believe that it speaks to is the fact that pain is a powerful teacher. And sometimes we go through, and I know this from experience and from many of the, the beings that I have been blessed with being surrounded with during this lifetime, is that we grow through painful experiences. If it was easy, we wouldn't need to come here to experience and to learn. And part of that is not being afraid, is bringing awareness to it, and but not having a bring it on attitude. Okay, universe, send me the most painful lessons because I'm ready to grow and to thrive and let's just get it over with. It doesn't work like that. We have all signed a very sacred contract prior to our existence here on the earth plane. We're all playing out our own destiny, our fate. We're co-creating. We are powerful manifestors. And my specific, very personal belief is in a higher power that I call the universe or God, whatever your name is for this higher power, that it exists in all things, even the things that we are afraid of, even the things that we want to push away and not talk about and not look at. And here's something that I know from my own personal journey over the last 43 years on the planet is that I wouldn't change a thing. The most painful things that have happened to me have strengthened me the most. And, you know, for those of you that are new to the show, you may want to go and check out the back catalog of the Manifest podcast or my books. I've written extensively about some of the more difficult and more painful detours that my life has taken over the last 43 years. And, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in our future, but what we can hold is the, the belief that good things are coming our way good things are coming our way and that we can experience joy when we bring the awareness to guiding our energy away from fear and towards love. This is the name of the game. We're here to love. We're here to connect with others on a very deep level. This is quite an often overlooked element 
of the manifestation practice, incorporating awareness and connection with the universe. This is part of the reason I created the Dear Universe brand, where it is part of the the framework of my teachings that reverence for a higher power working in conjunction and co-creation with that higher power is how we navigate these feelings and how we are working with the unseen forces to create the most harmonious and peaceful environment that we possibly can. And we can do that on a massive scale with our environment. We can do that on an internal scale with the things that we choose to eat that impact ourselves. I mean, there are Eating a salad, for instance, helps to clean and clear your cells in the same way that burning a whole bunch of sage can clean and clear the energy of a room. And so we're always attracting these opposing polarizing forces. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I am a big believer in the power of self-care, specifically when it comes to taking care of your mental wellness. And what I know for sure is that as human beings, we go through so many different seasons in our lives, seasons of sadness and of struggle, and we're aiming towards the season of celebration, right? But sometimes we need help from others to gain that perspective and that insight and that wisdom to navigate whatever we are currently experiencing through life's challenges. And as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com prout. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash prout. It just seems like nothing is ever good enough for Nancy. And we've all experienced somebody that does that. And sometimes we do that ourselves. And if you are brave enough to step into the awareness that you can sometimes be negative Nancy, then that can be really powerful. Now I'm not (laughs) that can be quite confronting as well, just a little warning there. But if you are aware of how you voice your opinions around negative energy, you'll see that there's a pattern that begins to form. And many years ago, and I'll get into this actually in the next episode of Manifest, which is all about creating as you speak and the power of your words, your word is your wand. I'm going to be talking extensively about that because I believe that there are so many powerful juicy pieces of wisdom within that. But here's a little taste. Many years ago, um, I made the decision to cut out the word hate out of my vocabulary. You will rarely hear me say that. And if you do hear me say that, there isn't emotion attached to it because remember, it's our thoughts and our feelings that create our reality. So specifically when you attach feeling and emotion behind your, the way that you speak, the things that you speak about, then you are sending a very clear data point to the universe to respond back to that. 
The very famous writer Florence Scovel Shin says that we live in a world of boomerangs, meaning that it goes out there and it comes back. We live in a world of mirrors. <laughs> it goes out, comes back. The energy you put out there comes back to you. The words you choose to speak, the thoughts you think, the emotions you feel, it is echoed back. And so when we bring awareness to that, rather than fear, <laughs> then we can truly up-level our experience as human beings. So in summary, make sure that you check out the show notes all about smudging and burning sage to clear negative energy and then bring awareness to any fear that you might have around negative energy. But be aware that you're doing this for positive reasons. It's maintenance. Meditation is maintenance. It clears out your energy, raises your vibration. It helps to amplify your frequency. And the same can be said with your physical environment. Thank you so much for being here today with me for another episode of the Manifest Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you found it valuable, it would mean the world to me if you could rate and review it on the current podcasting platform that you are listening to the show on. I read all of the reviews, some of them are really interesting. Uh, and what I love about the reviews is that it gives me a snapshot into how to produce more content for the show, the questions you have, the experiences that you may want me to dive into on a deeper level. And you can always send me a message or comment on one of my posts over on Instagram as well. I am at Sarah Prout. So once again, thank you so much for being here. Lots of love. And until next time, happy manifesting.